All right, team, what's the story? So welcome to the weekly open office. So on Friday, the 30th of September, it's crazy that September is over, guys. We are three months from Christmas, which I, I hate to say it. I'm not that type of person. I'm not the type of person to count down to Christmas. But, um, you know, nevertheless, it has to be said, we, we're, we're coming close to it. And I suppose with that in mind, um, we must just, I suppose, do a bit of forecasting for yourselves. And and obviously, I will forecast for you as a coach. So I will, will look forward for you. And, and a big part of what I see my job is, um, is kind of project managing for you and your health and fitness. Okay, so obviously on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, I would kind of forecast for you and see, well, look, where is this person going to? Where is this person projected to be at maybe in around Christmas time or in the next couple of months, depending on how long you've been here, depending on how long you've left on the program or, or, or whatever it may be. It's important for you to yourself to say, well, geez, I'm here now. Okay, it's September. Where can I be in a couple of months time? Where can I be realistically? Like before Christmas, where can I realistically be? Um, and, and how can I make sure that I get there? How can I put, what do I need to put in place to kind of get there? And, and I suppose on top of that, right? And, and something to, to just really quickly mention last night, the post I put in the group, um, so my quick share. Um, first of all, I really appreciate all the kind messages. Okay, off the back of it, I know a lot of people probably resonated with it. And I know, look, I know you guys know I'm human. I, I know you already know some of this stuff, but sometimes I suppose for me, I'm always trying to improve this service. And something that I do think that I want to increase in this service is the aspect of community. I want, I want there to be more of a community feeling this. I want everyone in here to feel like they have the backing of everybody. Okay, I want everyone in this group to feel like, you know what, I have, regardless of whatever else is going on, I have the backing of 29 to 30 other people that have my back. Okay, that will support me in my fitness journey when everybody else doubts me. That that you know, like really push me, that pick me up when I'm down, and that push me on when I'm ahead. And and that's that's what I want this to be. And that's the reason I put that in was that I I I know that I suppose it can be very very hard to be that bit more vulnerable. And I'm hoping that maybe me leading the way might inspire a few more to see that look, it's okay to struggle. It's okay to be in that position to to maybe that nobody has it right all the time. Nobody's perfect all the time. And again, I wanted to bring that community aspect and anyone that's been involved in maybe a GA circle or a soccer circle or, or any sort of sport in Ireland will understand that like when people go to training or to matches and the reason they go is a social connection. Okay, obviously they want to play the game, but like we all know, and I, I think anyone that's maybe pushing on to past the ages of maybe like college age and not, not being ages, anyone that push passes or pushes past the college age will realize once you come out of college and you don't have that kind of collective being pushed together, so like when you're not being pushed together with other people um, other than your job, like saying social occasions so or college, you're pushed together with loads of other people in one confined space, like college or in a university. When you leave college, you don't really have that. Okay. And sport is a major social outlet and, and spending time with people that make you feel good, that are on the same page, that have the same ideas or similar ideas and, and different ideas and sometimes and having, having productive conflict, that creates a sense of community that can, cannot be matched. Okay, and anything else there, you, you can't be being there to, to quote the GA. Okay, and that's something that I really want to push forward. And I, I would really, uh, I suppose, encourage anyone that you, if you have anything to share over the next week or two or in the next little while, share it in the group. Okay, you never know who, who it might help. Your good news, your bad news, your good day, your bad day, that could inspire somebody. Okay, if someone's having a good day, okay, and, and they see someone maybe and you, and you share it. Someone who's having a bad day might think, you know what, Jesus, this person has had their down days, but they've come through it and now they're, they're, they're in a good place. And, and that's all I need to do. I just need to keep tipping away. Or on the opposite side of things, you know, if, if someone is in a really good place and someone else shares that they're in a bad place, you know, there's that kind of, I suppose, again, that community feel of being able to inspire people and, and, and push people on, even to just throw their arm around them. And just, again, know that you have 30 people inside this community that have your back, that want to help you, that want to see you succeed, because that's not something that everybody has, okay? Because... I know and some, some of you guys may resonate with this. Some people might be on this program and their their partner, okay, like their, their girlfriend, boyfriend, 
wife, husband, whatever it is, their partner may not be supporting them. It, it may not be a supportive environment. I'd be like, why, why are you tracking your calories? Why are you doing this? You know, like, why are you not spending time with me? I'm not saying there is, but like, I've been in that position myself. Okay, I've been in a position where I haven't had supportive partners. I do now, thank God, Michaela is, is fantastic in sport and everything I do. Um, and it's fantastic. But some people don't have that supportive environment. But I want you to be in here and know that like in these Zoom sessions, like in this like arena, okay, in this community, you have the backing. 30 people have your back no matter what. Okay, and we want to see you succeed. And that's what I want for it. So just to get back on topic, okay, and I've spent a couple minutes already talking about this. Three questions that I want you to write down. I want you to listen back um, on the podcast. This I want you to go back and listen. And I want you to actually just pause and, and just answer these questions straight out. So three questions. So number one, okay, pause after this. So one thing that went really well for you this week. Okay, write it down. I need you to acknowledge what you did really well this week. Okay, when we don't acknowledge what we did well, it's very hard to both build more momentum. It's very hard to build motivation. And it's very hard to see us making progress. Because if we don't reflect and say, Jesus, there actually was a change in my progress pictures this week. You know what? I was downweight this week. This week, my water went really well. This week, nutrition seemed a little bit easier. Even if you can't measure it, like reflect on what you did really well. So pause for a second and then literally just answer that question. What one thing went really well for you? Okay, super. Moving on to the next question. Okay, the second question. If you're not working at this weekend, okay, what downtime activity have you planned for the weekend? What have you planned to do that's actually enjoyable for you, that's fun for you, that, that, that makes you fully relaxed, that engages you and, and allows you to switch off? What have you planned for the weekend? If you don't have anything planned for the weekend, it's currently two o'clock on a Friday. You have all day Friday, like the rest of Friday, okay? You have all day Saturday, all day Sunday to, to actually go and organize something to do with, whether it's a partner, kids, dogs, boyfriends, girlfriends, friends, meeting up for coffee, going for a walk, whatever it is, okay? It doesn't have to be fitness related. What have you got planned this weekend that, that involves a bit of downtime, a bit of fun? Because throughout the week, we can get very stuck into like, oh, my steps didn't go well, or, or this didn't go well, or that didn't go well, or this was a mess, or that was hectic. What have we actually planned for downtime? Many times when I see people, I feel a bit overwhelmed and they feel very, very like, you know, like overwhelmed by all of the, the, the course and all of the program. It's because they don't have enough fun planned in their week. As well, another part, if, if you feel burnt out or if you're feeling just a bit like, no, nah, I couldn't be, couldn't be arse, couldn't be bothered. It's because you don't have enough things in your week that you actually find enjoyable. You're just, you're slaving away and it's a bit like that tool that's blunt, okay? It's, if you use like a chisel, okay, to hammer away at whatever, some marble, and you use it for months and months and months. Okay, that chisel is going to go blunt if you don't give it some time off. If you don't take time off to sharpen the chisel, it's going to go blunt and it's going to be ineffective. The same happens with you. If you're just constantly on all the time, like your work, fitness, work, fitness, work, fitness, or whatever, work, kids, fitness, cooking, work, fit, like that kind of a routine, you are going to go blunt and you're not going to be as effective. Weight won't drop as quickly. Body fat won't change as quickly. All these things won't change as quickly. So we need to make sure that we have some fun in our weekend. Incorporate like, what are you doing? That's downtime. That's just for you that you enjoy to make sure that we're taking time to sharpen the axe and making sure you're really, really on point with things next week. Okay, pause for a second and answer that. Okay, cool. Last question. Okay. Um, how can you make sure, right, the weekend sets you up for next week? Okay, so this is for me and I'm going to go first here. This is my example, right? I'm going to get some sleep, okay, over this weekend. Like, I'm going to do some stuff. I have some stuff. So I'm, I'm actually going to a Munster again tomorrow, okay, with Michaela. Um, and I'm actually going to get as much sleep as I possibly can. This week was very much sleep deprived. Um, and I'm aware of that. And I know that's not okay. And I know I, I shouldn't be doing that. And I know if this was one of you guys, I'd be giving you absolute stink for it. And um, so this weekend is very much around sleep. It's not around, you know, like me sleeping until 12, 1 o'clock in the day. Like, this is about me saying, okay, well, I'm going to bed tonight at nine o'clock. I don't have college tomorrow, so I don't have to prep food the night before. So I'm going to bed at nine o'clock tonight. Okay, I'm going to get up again around maybe seven or eight tomorrow, but it'll just be that extra two hours that I would have got when I, when I wouldn't have because I would have been doing like 
food prep the night before for college or something. Um, on a Sunday is my day off. Obviously, the all guys know I will sleep on that day till maybe 10, even 11 if I want to. I'm just going to literally get as much sleep on board because that will set me up for the week. So for you, okay, how can you make sure the week sets you up for next week? Whether that's shopping, like doing some shopping, getting more sleep, like getting a head start in your steps, like, you know, like just organizing stuff. What do you need to do? Take a minute. Okay, brilliant. Super. Okay, right. Let's move on to the topic that we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to share my screen here very, very quickly. Okay. All right here. So you can, you can see. Okay. So what we're going to talk about today, okay, is I suppose thinking that bit better in terms of everything. So everything we do, okay, everything that we do here in the program is on a spectrum. So what I mean by that is it's on a, so if you can imagine, I mean, obviously you're listening to the podcast here. Um, everything is on a spectrum from worst to best, okay? Um, or or kind of like as bad as you can possibly imagine to as good as you can imagine. So if you can imagine um, on the screen, okay? Literally, if you can imagine we have a straight line going across the page, okay? On the left-hand side, we have like the worst possible outcome, okay? On the right-hand side, very right-hand side, we have the best possible outcome. In the middle, you have kind of like a bit of a baseline. So it's kind of normal for, 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 for most people. So if we were to take, let's just say, to, to rate ourselves this week, in, for example, in terms of exercise, so I'm talking about going to the gym. If you had, if I had planned four sessions for you this week, that would have been, you know, like maybe your baseline or, or, or that, that, let's call that your baseline. Okay, baseline would have been the four sessions just to go and get them done. That would have been all I wanted you to do. Okay, just literally go and get them done. The worst case scenario was you got zero sessions done. Okay, you got absolutely none of them done at all. Okay, that would be like worst case scenario over on the left-hand side. Best case scenario was, you went to the gym all four nights, okay? You did it in less time than you thought you would, and you literally, you smashed it out of the park. You, you, you like, literally had a PB. You lifted heavier and more reps on all weight. That would be, like, you know, like, the best case scenario, okay? The idea with that, okay, is no matter where we are, we always only want to move one step at a time, okay? So, for example, let's just say if our baseline measure, okay, would be four sessions in the week, Okay, I want you to get four sessions in the week. Let's just say you get two sessions. Okay, so you land somewhere between the worst case scenario and your baseline. So like I've asked you to do four, that's your baseline. And the worst case scenario is you don't get to the gym at all, which is fine sometimes. Okay, let's just say you get two. So you're somewhere there in the middle and you get two. Okay, you don't want to go like from one week of doing maybe two gym sessions to next week saying, I'm going to do four gym sessions. I'm going to smash them all out of the park because it's creating an unrealistic expectation for yourself. And when you create, create an unrealistic expectation of yourself, and if you do go on there for the next week and you fail at that, okay, if you don't smash out the park like you're expecting, you've then let yourself down. And now you're starting to build a story in your head that like when you say something, you don't normally follow through on it. So then you don't have any confidence that you're able to do it in the future. And that's where this underconfidence feeling of failure comes from with a lot of people. So if we were having those one of those weeks where we're kind of between baseline and like worst case scenario. So let's say, for example, we get two sessions done. We're landing somewhere here in the middle okay, of baseline and kind of worst case scenario. All you should be saying is, look, next week, I want to get a little bit closer to baseline. Okay. Or I even want to just get the baseline. So instead of two, two workouts next week, I want to get to three workouts next week. Okay. Or I want to just get to hitting all four sessions, just turn up to all four sessions. I may not even get all this, all the actual work or the workout done, but I'm going to turn up to the gym four times. That will be one step. Okay. So the whole impact of this is, or the, the whole point in this is I want you to guys to think about it in the way we always only take one step at a time. Okay. We don't ever try and like skip steps. Again, 
that leads to us having unrealistic expectations, okay? Especially if you're someone that's struggling to get it right in the first place. If you're someone that like, you know, for four weeks in a row, you hit four gym sessions every week, smashed it out of the park, and then you have one bad week. And the next week you say, look, I'm going to smash it out of the park again next week. That's fine, okay? If you have a history of kind of like, look, I've been doing this. But if you're just getting up and running, if you've had a hard few weeks the last few weeks, stop expecting yourself to be perfect. Stop expecting, you know, like the, the, the magic to just happen. It doesn't work like that. That's that's not how this works. And that's where I get this kind of analogy, or this is the way I've often said to you guys, just move the needle in the right direction. Don't think about like, you know, getting to, from A to B. Think of getting from A to like A 0.1. So just one notch, like, because you're still closer to B than you were before, but we're not trying to have this expectation that we're about to be perfect. And if you were to go across the board, it's just to give you some specific examples, okay? We, we talked about exercise. Nutrition might be like, look, this week, I didn't track calories at all. Okay, I just ate all around me. I didn't track calories at all. Okay, that would be worst case scenario, for example, if we call that. Best, best case scenario would have for some of you, it might be like be on your meal plan. So eating from your meal plan. For others, it may be like um, just like tracking your calories. Whatever the case is, that would be your baseline. What I've asked you to do um, on a weekly basis, that would be your baseline. Let's just say you didn't track anything. Okay, you ate all the bad foods you, you reckon are bad foods. You, you, you did the absolute dog in it, okay, for the week. Don't try and say, look, next week I'm going to track my, my calories every day. Next week I'm going to stick to the food plan every day. Don't say that to yourself, okay? It's, it's probably an unrealistic expectation unless you've prior, like, six or seven week block built up of consistency where you know you're, that's, that's realistic. Set realistic expectations. So instead of going from last week where it was absolute dog is dinner, okay, and absolute made a dog's dinner nutrition, go from, right, okay, I didn't track or I didn't stick to that food plan at all last week. This week, I'm just going to track three days. On my fitness pal, I'm going to track three days. Okay. And that'd be an improvement from not tracking at all. The following week, okay, if we actually go and do the three days, we're going to move on and going to say, look, I'm going to track on weekdays. I'm going to track Monday to Friday. The weekends I'm going to leave alone for now. Okay. Is it perfect? No, probably not. Will there be massive amounts of improvements? Probably not. But will we get to massive amounts of improvement if we actually keep going like that? 100%. Because if we keep setting unrealistic expectations and then letting ourselves down, that's going to lead us to not getting to like point B ever. So we'll never get from A to B because we've been setting unrealistic expectations and we never get there. Whereas I'd much rather get to B slower just by taking it slowly and kind of go from it. Same with sleep. Don't go from that person that maybe, and, and if I've done a call with you recently, we've probably said like, how many hours of sleep are you getting at the moment? Then you might have said six and a half. I didn't just go and say, okay, I want you to get nine hours of sleep every night because that's not realistic. Okay. You probably have stuff to do during the day. You probably don't have, you, you probably, that, that's probably not realistic. I would have said, okay, look, you're getting six and a half hours now. I want you to get six hours, 45 minutes, six, seven hours max. Okay. I need to just be in bed for seven hours and set it realistically and move it from there. Same with sickness. And, and this is in particularly important for a lot of you guys. A lot of you guys are sick this week. A lot of you guys have the sniffles. Some of us have the tummy bug. Some of us have just other things that are going on. If you were to look at the spectrum, so for example, that, that horizontal line going across the top of the page, on the left-hand side, you have sickness. Okay. On the very right-hand side, you have like performance. In the middle, okay, you just have basic health. So the idea would be, if you were sick right now, okay, you can't go from being very sick to focusing on losing body composition. Because losing body composition, that's not a health outcome. That's not a health thing. That's a performance thing. That's a kind of like, because you can just live in general health. You may not be the healthiest, but you can live with general good health, you could be very obese, you could have high blood pressure, you could have et cetera, et cetera. You could still be relatively healthy doing your thing. You doesn't have to be, you know, lose body fat. You don't have to do it. You want to do it. And therefore it's probably more of a performance thing. Now we, we could, there's more of that, that I don't take that as, as gospel because in my opinion, okay, I think to live like, you know, to be healthy, it's not merely like the absence of just disease. It's not that you're just not sick. 
to be healthy, I feel like you should be thriving. Like that's 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 where you should be. But just to, for this example, if you're sick, the only thing you should be focused on right now is getting back to baseline. Okay, can you get back to the point where you're able to make sure you're getting your steps in, your daily steps, make sure you're getting your water in, make sure you're like you know like getting your amount to sleep, make sure you're able to eat enough, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's just general baseline. Then we can move on more towards like tracking, like doing the hard stuff, exerting yourself in the gym. That's where we can move on. The whole point of this is only move one step at a time. Try not to take big steps at a time because you are leaving yourself open to letting yourself down. And then you're creating like a, a break in trust with yourself. And we and something I talked about last night was building trust with you guys to make sure that you, you move forward faster. Because if you ever notice, the people that you have the most trust in, you have the best relationship with. Okay. The people you have the best relationship with, they're generally productive. Like, you know, I mean, for example, and this is just a very stereotypical type, but you know, if you talk about our typical maybe husband and wife, okay, that raise kids, okay, they do a pretty damn good job of it because they had their, they have the best relationship in terms of like I don't mean like the best quality relationship. What I mean is they have a lot of trust in each other. Okay, most in most case scenarios, anyway, this is just a general kind of type thing and a, a general generic unit or family unit. This doesn't apply to everybody, and I don't expect it to apply to everybody. But what I'm saying is, there's a close relationship, and they need to do a job like raising a child. Okay. There has to be trust. There has to be collective working together. And this is what I'm kind of trying to do with you guys. But you also need to do that with yourself. Okay, If you do not trust yourself, if you can't trust yourself, how are you going to make progress? So we need to literally set out small goals, hit the small goals. So say we're going to do something, go and do it. That builds small amounts of trust over time. Then you can say, well, I'm going to hit four sessions next week because you know I trust myself to do it. I know I'm capable of doing that. Whereas sometimes when we don't have that trust, we have that underconfidence and we kind of have that kind of, what's the point? You know, like, sure, I can't do it anyway. So what's the point? And that's where we have that kind of giving up and falling off the bandwagon type thing. So you want to, we want to move away from that. So lastly, okay, just to give you a very, very practical example going away. Okay, and sorry, there's a second lastly. I'm probably rambling a small bit too much on this one, but look, a bit of a longer podcast. Anyhow, I want to give you some practical takeaways. So I want to give you some practical takeaways in terms of like what you should do. Let's just say, for example, if you've totally fallen off the bandwagon, how you should approach it, how you should see. It. So what I have here is literally just I have two bubbles. I guess like speech bubbles, for example. So I'm just like bubble number one, bubble number two. So bubble number one, okay, would be like if you've fallen off the bandwagon completely. If you had a terrible week, you didn't do anything that I asked you to. You didn't do anything that 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 would have been you know like improvement. You had a terrible week. Okay, what should you do going forward? What should you be most focused on? What I would say to you is if you had a terrible week last, you didn't do anything, I would focus on, okay, can we just get some steps in? Not even like, like if your goal for steps is 10,000, can we get 8,000 steps in? Okay, can we just focus on moving more, doing very, very simply, even when we're busy, we can still get our steps in if we're busy because we're running around with kids or our partners or work or whatever it is, we can still get our steps in. Can we make sure we have two liters of water just for general functioning? Okay, you can bring water everywhere. There's nowhere you can't really bring water, okay? And lastly, are you eating enough? Okay, I don't even mind if you're not tracking calories. Okay, if you just say, look, I need to eat enough because if I don't eat enough, I'm not going to have energy. If I don't have energy, I'm not going to feel like doing things that are like, you know, like going to help me lose weight. So therefore, just eating enough right now, okay, is good enough. So if you were to say week one, look, I had a terrible week last week. This week, all I'm going to focus on is getting like 8,000 steps, drinking two liters of water and just making sure I'm eating enough, that I'm eating regularly, like three to four times for this. So to make sure I have enough energy to just get through the day, okay? If we can just scratch those ones off, okay, if we can scratch those a week on off on week one, and we can just do those every day, literally very, very simple every day. Don't be so strict on yourself and just literally tick them off. The following week, we can go to, look, I ate enough food. I'm feeling energetic. 
I've had more water on board, so I'm better slept. Okay, I feel more energetic because I have more water on board as well. And my steps didn't go too bad early. Now we're feeling a little bit more energetic, a bit more confident. We're probably sleeping and feeling better. Now we can think, okay, well, look, let's move on to a bit of tracking. Okay, how, instead of just eating enough now, can I track my calories five days a week, three days a week, whatever it is? Can I try and just exercise twice in the week? It doesn't even matter what exercise you do. Can I just exercise twice in the week that really maybe makes me sweat, gives me a bit of a burn, makes those lungs open up and work small bit. And then lastly, can I just continue to, to, to track steps? And I want you to think in that line of thinking, instead of thinking, you know, oh, Steve, I said I had to do this. Steve said I had to do that. Instead of, you know, like focusing on that, okay, just what can you do right now to move the needle in the right direction and, and not make it an unrealistic, I suppose, expectation, right? Lastly, just to go very, very true quickly, and, and, and this is very more of a visual representation, so you probably can't see it on the podcast and the repeat. Here I have drawn um, a little, I suppose, graph. So if you can imagine, you know, like your graph, so your weight graph, you know, on True Coach, I've probably showed you all your graph in terms of weight. So let's just say on a, on a weekly basis, on a Monday, I don't know, maybe like, uh, say, sorry, to read, rephrase. If you said this week your weight was 70 kgs, Okay, last week it was 69. Okay, next week it's like 71.5. And then the following week it's like 71.4. Okay, and you're like, oh my God, geez, I am gaining weight. Three weeks in a row now, I haven't been down weight. Okay, in reality, okay, if you were to look at three weeks out of your whole journey, okay, you probably could have started at maybe like 100 kg. So, like eight, 10, 12 weeks ago, you could have been 100 kg. Now you're like 71 kg and we're worried about one kilo. We could be down 30 kilos and now we're worried about one kilo. Okay. And what I'm, I'm getting at here is you need to see the bigger picture. Okay. It's not always about weight. It's not always about your weight up and down. Weight fluctuates. That's what weight does. Weight fluctuates when you eat because you're adding more mass to your body. You're, you're putting more weight into your body. Okay. Weight drops when you go to the bathroom. When you go for a number two, like you drop weight because you're getting rid of stuff out of your body. Okay. Weight fluctuates. It's not to be trusted in, the, in, in an overall sense. And we need to get that into your head. Okay. Even if you're up a half kilo, you're down a half kilo. Look at the overall picture. Like, is this the first time we've like lost weight in a good few weeks? Is this the first time that we've, you know, like maybe felt really good this week? And, and are we looking at other measures? It's just important to keep all of that in mind. Okay. So guys, I've went on long enough. So I'm going to land the plane there. I'm going to land that there if we don't need questions. Thank you so much for coming. If anyone has any questions, please let me know. For now, okay, go back to the first two questions I asked you. Okay, just to give you a reminder, just make sure what was one thing you did really well this week? Okay, if you're not working this weekend, what downtime activity have you actually planned for the weekend to, to make you happy, to enjoy it? Um, and how can you make sure and um, like the weekend sets you up for next week going forward? What can we do to make sure we're set up for the week going forward? Okay, so guys, if you need anything, please let me know. I am off to wrap up the week a small bit in terms of work and try and get a bit more sleep in, get a bit of exercise, a bit of steps done and all that. But if anyone needs me, you know where I am and uh, we'll chat very, very soon. Thanks, guys.